everyone welcome back to woman with resiliency i hope you guys are doing well i hope everything is going good for you and you guys are staying at home especially if you live in toronto i hope you guys are staying at home and not doing dumb stuff you can't really do anything everything's closed but you know just 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 stay at home okay um learn you know being at home right now is like the perfect opportunity to work on yourself you know learn how to be alone which i'll be talking about in today's podcast episode today's episode 10 didn't think i'd make it this far honestly like i remember my older brother's like yeah you're not gonna be consistent with this you're just gonna get bored of it you know just like how you started your eyelash business and you never like went through with it that's a whole other story i got scammed everyone keeps asking me about that like i just tried to do like a little startup two years ago but clearly a 19 year old or 18 i don't even know how old i was doesn't know how messed up the business world can be and how i got scammed which is why i never came out with the lashes even though i have 400 pairs of eyelashes but that's just another story i'm not even going to talk about it but yeah so i'm proud of myself for being consistent and you know i'm proud that I've, you know, I've reached, I'm not sure how many followers, like 118. I was checking it yesterday when I made the post. You know, we started off with like 30 followers and they were my friends. So (laughs) we made it, we made it. (laughs) But yeah, so today's episode is on how to love yourself. Because the relationship you have with yourself is the most important one. And, you know, I'll give you reasons why it is in today's episode. But, yeah, I think loving yourself, it's definitely a process. It's a journey. You know, it's not something you just switch on or it's not just something you reach. It's not like a destination. I feel like it's a lifelong process and you need to actively work on it. Or else you can all you can fall back and just forget about it. So it's something that it's an active process. Okay. So the reason why I think, and I think everyone would agree with me on this, why, you know, loving yourself is important is because the relationship you have with others is basically a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself. So if the relationship that you have with yourself isn't healthy, you can't expect to be in healthy relationships, friendships. When I say relationships, I don't mean relationships in like the romantic notion only. I mean like friendships with relationship with your family members like all of the relationships you can have with other human beings right they're just not going to be of higher quality and at the level that you're probably you know trying to achieve if you don't fix that relationship with yourself okay here's the thing here's it like here's like the reality of how life is you came to this world alone and you're going to leave alone And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here when I say that. That's just how it is, right? That's just how the circle of life is. You come alone, you die alone. And that's actually a good thing, you know? As humans, we're social creatures, but we can't really be social if we aren't, you know, in love with ourselves. I just feel like it's just not going to be healthy, right? So... You need to love yourself because when you do love yourself, you will know who you are as a person. You'll develop your personality. 
you'll know your likes your dislikes you'll be more loving and kind to others and you know once you know who you are you'll know what you want and i just feel i firmly believe like that there's no such thing as a healthy relationship until you love yourself and work on your insecurities and your issues and you can't love other people when you can't even love yourself like you won't be able to experience it truly when you don't truly love yourself it's easy to just put on the band-aid and say yeah like i'm confident i'm secure when you didn't do any of the inner work to get there right it's easy to say that you love yourself the day you you know have a nice outfit on and you do your makeup and your hair but what about when you just wake up in the morning do you love yourself then or only when you're all dolled up so that's a question that i have to ask myself and i'm like no i don't love myself i really don't because i always pick out my flaws i always see myself in such a negative light right and when you're insecure it's so easy to be in toxic situations you might be the toxic one right or you might be attracting toxic people in your life and it's just not a good place to be it'll be harder for you to leave situations because you think this is what you deserve you you accept the love you think that you deserve i'm not sure what movie that's from but it's like you know we accept the love that we think we deserve and i feel like all of us have the potential to you know find that find like genuine connections and true connections something real right we all want that so before we can set these standards from others we need to set a standard for ourselves so you know i said this before but yeah you come alone you came alone into this world and you're going to leave this world alone so only you are responsible to pick yourself back up no one is responsible to do that for you right no one's going to come into your life and you know you're not some damsel in distress and they're just not gonna come and save you this isn't a disney princess movie right i talked about that in my last um episode as well when the breakdowns leading to breakthroughs i was talking about how no one is coming to fix you and i don't want to say no one is coming to love you because that's just absurd you can definitely find love and like be in relationships when you don't love yourself but i'm just saying the quality of those relationships isn't going to be the best okay so it all starts with kind of figuring out if you do love yourself or not and i feel like if you're asking yourself that question you probably don't love yourself to the level that you should you know maybe for me how i figured this out was i saw that i was seeking external validation i was you know waiting for someone to compliment me so i knew that i was pretty right so like if someone didn't compliment me i would be like oh so i'm ugly so i had to learn how to validate myself i had to stop seeking attention and the approval of others because attention seeking is actually more harmful than you think it is i don't think i ever like did it to like a degree where i've seen others do it but like obviously you know we crave attention as humans but i just feel like we shouldn't base our worth on how much attention we get which is what i was doing because let's say i made this podcast and i made it just for the sake of getting attention from people and if I if that was the case, if that was the reason why I made this podcast, then, you know, I feel like I wouldn't have such like a passion of doing this and I would be creating just to be validated. 
And this would actually just destroy my creativity and it would make me less creative because when you're seeking attention and you're posting and you're waiting for people's reactions, you are ultimately becoming less creative and less curious with life. So I talked about how social media is bad and all that, you know, attention seeking external validation. And, you know, ever since I've stopped using it, it's been 46 days since I stopped using all my platforms. And I've become more curious, you know, I've become more creative, more curious with life. I think yesterday I googled who invented graham crackers. I don't even know why. It just a thought just came in my head. And I read an entire story about who invented graham crackers and how that person who invented graham crackers was basically mentally sick. And I don't think I would have ever searched it up if I was scrolling for hours on Instagram. Now, obviously, that is like kind of like an extreme case. You know, I don't think you guys should just search up pointless stuff like who invented the first graham cracker. But you know what I'm saying? Like your curiosity for life, your creativity becomes depleted when you are insecure when you are seeking the validation from outside sources so it's very important to love yourself and to validate yourself so i can't really give you guys steps on how to love yourself because again every single person is different and every single person has a different love language and yes love languages don't only exist in romantic relationships they also exist in the relationship with yourself so i can't really give you like um you know 10 steps to love yourself because i just don't think that it's just like cutthroat like that it's not like 10 steps to love yourself that's going to apply to everyone it's definitely not like that so that's why i say that it's important to know who you are first if you know You're going to figure out how to love yourself. First, figure out who you are as a person. And I feel like it's very hard to do that when we are being influenced by all these external sources and we're formulating our opinions based on what others think. It's hard to know who you are. So maybe you have to do what I had to do, which was leave all my social media accounts. And social media can be a great thing. Like, I'm I'm a hypocrite if I say social media is terrible because this is where i promote my podcast right but i just feel like if you use it in an unhealthy way or you spend so much time on it you don't get to figure out who you are as a person and how you need to be loved right so that's the first thing that i'm going to recommend figure out who you are and this can be done as I said, leaving the socials, just spending a lot of time with yourself. Okay? I also think that the comparison needs to stop. If you are attempting to get on this self-love journey, the comparison, the FOMO, it all needs to stop. There is nothing that you can gain from comparing yourself to others. Because, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. Everyone says that and it's true. I personally have not felt happier since I've left, you know, Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and Facebook and Twitter and all that. I haven't felt happier because I'm not comparing myself to other people and to other people's timelines and, you know, how other people look. And I don't have like this 
desire to anymore. It's gone, right? So if you're constantly comparing yourself to others, you don't get to figure out who you are. And it's not a good like breeding ground for you to love yourself. Because I can guarantee you, half of these picture-perfect models on Instagram don't look like that in real life. I'm not trying to bring other women down. That's not... That's totally against what I'm trying to say. That's against my entire podcast, right? So that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, like, it's unrealistic to compare yourself to unrealistic beauty standards, okay? Half of that stuff is photoshopped. I have nothing against, you know, people using Photoshop and Facetune. You know, you do you. But mentally, when you see yourself like that all the time, you don't think your natural self looks good. You know, I remember Snapchat came out with all those filters. And Instagram came out with those filters. It would make your lips look bigger. And it would give you the green eyes. And it would make your nose smaller. And just higher cheekbones. And I remember taking the filter off after I used that filter. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm ugly. Right? That's how I felt in that moment. And I'm like, this is not okay. When, you know, if I ever have a daughter, I don't want her to feel that way. So... Why do I have to, you know, see it from, like, a third-party point of view, like, another person's perspective, and see how damaging it is? Why can't I see how damaging it is to me and stop there? So that's very important, okay? Half of this stuff isn't real. We're all human. We all have these flaws. And remember, half of the flaws that you see, most of them, majority of them, I think even all of them, other people don't even notice, so... We can be our worst, our own worst critics, but that needs to stop. You need to learn how to tame it, okay? So, the next thing that I'd recommend on this journey to, you know, self-love and just being a better individual to yourself is to stop pleasing everyone. Stop the people-pleasing, okay? Not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to fall in love with you. Not everyone is just going to be your biggest fan. And that is normal. Sometimes, you know, sometimes people might not like you because maybe you are doing something that is hurting others, okay? And then, you know, look at it, what you're doing, and then just don't do it again. You know what I mean? Like, learn from it. But that doesn't mean... You have to change your entire being to please someone, to get someone to be with you, to get someone to stay with you. That's absurd. And that's honestly, that's beneath all of you. I don't want anyone to be pleasing other people and, you know, making all these sacrifices just so someone, you know, can like them back. Okay? Because I promise you, the right person, you don't have to do all that stuff for. So stop the people pleasing. Stop begging. Please, stop begging for people to stay in your life. Stop begging for the bare minimum. Stop begging for love. Stop begging for someone to love you because guess what? We're all human. We all have free will. If someone doesn't love you back or someone doesn't like you back or your crush doesn't want to talk to you or you get ghosted, that does not determine your worth as a human being. So please don't let it. And I know it's easier said than done. I know it's hard. But you need to remember... At the end of the day, that you know who you are and you can just say that some that person didn't understand you. 
and you keep it keep on moving okay you keep pushing and when you stop people pleasing the right people will come into your life who you won't have to please every second of your life like that okay so this next tip that i'm going to give i think is probably one of like the most fun ones and the most important ones as well but is to be alone i'm not saying become like a loner and just cut off all of your friends i'm saying to be alone and spend time alone spend time alone without any technology just with yourself sit down with yourself because if you don't like sitting with yourself alone you can't expect other people to want to sit with you alone as well okay if you think that you're not someone you don't like your own company you can't expect other people to like your company either so you want to work on that so i say be alone so take yourself out on dates take yourself out to that fancy dinner you don't have to wait for someone to take you out i think learning how to eat alone i used to struggle with this i would be so shy and insecure i remember going on campus to university I wouldn't be able to sit alone and eat because I'd, I'd, be, I'd be, I don't know why. I don't know what the reason was, but obviously it stemmed from insecurity. Um, so you need to learn how to eat alone. <laughs> and when you take yourself out on these like dates, quote unquote dates, call them dates, honestly. You will learn, you know, how to interact with other people as well. You will be alone and you'll see what you like and you'll just be a better person because of it. You know, I know Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, you know, all those big stuffed animals and roses and flowers, everything. You know, the chocolates at Walmart and stuff. I've seen those stuffed animals at Walmart. And I'm like, I want to get myself one. And you don't have to wait for, you know, someone else to get you that. Because once you, like, start treating yourself to all these nice, nice things and, you know, taking yourself out... And, you know, you learn how to be on your own and you can make yourself happy in that way. And you can be generous with yourself. You won't be so easily impressed when some random guy or girl gives you a flower, right? Or a bouquet of flowers. You won't be like, oh my God, just because they gave me flowers, like I need to be with them now. You know what I mean? Like your standards will go up too as a person. Like you won't settle just because someone is doing nice things for you because you can do nice things for yourself and i'm not saying you know just don't appreciate what others do for you but i'm saying you'll recognize that just because someone is doing nice things for you doesn't mean they're the right person for you and the only way you can recognize this is again if you do this stuff for yourself and you won't be easily impressed so again the next piece of advice that i can give you goes hand in hand with the last piece of advice i just gave and that is to be self-sufficient and to be independent to all the women that are listening to this i'm not sure who you are you know where you're from whatever okay it doesn't matter learning how to be independent and self-sufficient especially in the age the day and age that we live in today this will pay you dividends, okay? Because you'll learn how to master being alone. You'll master the art of being alone. 
that is another episode that I want to cover on topic on how to be alone. But for now, I'm just going to say master the art of being alone because any relationship into that's going to come into your life or that you're going to form in your life should not be your entire life. Okay, I remember being a teenager, you know, when you're young, you kind of think like that fantasy, you know, I can't wait to find my other half. Whoa, 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 whoa. I hate that term, other half. Are you trying to say that you're not whole on your own? Right? Subconsciously, that's what you're telling yourself when you say, I need to find my other half. You're saying, I am not whole on my own and I need to find this other person to complete me. That's not how it should be, okay? You have to see yourself as the gift that's inside of the gift box. I like using this analogy because you can visualize it, okay? Think of yourself, you as a human being, as a gift inside of a gift box. Now, any other person that wants to come into your already wrapped up, packaged, beautiful life, right? Needs to be adding something more because if they're making it worse, obviously they're not right for you. But if they're adding to your life, then you can be like, okay, so... The other person or the relationship or friendship or whatever should be like an accessory. It should be like the bow on top of the gift box. It shouldn't be the entire gift because you are the gift and you need to start treating yourself like you are the gift. I also think it is so important to be financially independent. Um, there, I've seen a lot of cases where there's a financial abuse and, you know, um, like the girl, the woman, whatever, she's the housewife and her husband's like running all the finances and he's abusing her in the sense like either he's withholding money or like he's using the fact that he's giving her money against her. So that's why I think like I hope none of you guys are ever in that situation, but I think that's why it's so important to be financially independent because it'll save you from being stuck in something that's abusive or toxic. And not even that, like, if you're financially independent, you can love yourself to a better level, you know, you can treat yourself more. And you you don't have to, like, wait for someone to come and buy you these things or do these things for you or take you out on dates. Because you can do it for yourself and you won't be easily impressed by someone doing these things for you, okay? You'll, you'll be more careful with who you attract in your life and you'll have like a standard you'll look more for the person's character rather than what they can give you because you're already giving yourself everything so you don't need someone to give you the material stuff or the validation because you can validate yourself or you don't need someone to give you love you know it can be a want but shouldn't be a need ever so another piece of advice is you need to learn how to self-soothe And control your reactions because not every situation deserves a reaction. And once you learn how to self-soothe and, you know, you can control your emotional impulses and just be more assertive rather than, you know, being aggressive or, you know, raging. And instead of like crying, you know, you learn how to control that stuff. And I feel like that does come with age. And I talked about this in my emotional maturity episode, but... Once you learn how to do all this, you're going to be unstoppable. Not even just in romantic relationships, you know, even in like 
business ventures, you know, with clients, with professional relationships, you'll be much better at keeping those healthy and maintaining them. So, next piece of advice is to hold yourself in a state of self-compassion. It is so easy to ruminate and beat yourself up. I have been there. I still struggle with it. And that's one of the main things that I'm getting, I don't want to say I'm getting fixed, but I'm working on through therapy. My therapist and I, that's what our main focus is, you know, self-compassion and forgiveness and to not beat myself up and to tame my inner critic, you know, because you have to realize that you're human. You are literally designed to make mistakes. Now, it's what you do after those mistakes that matters, okay? You can't keep beating yourself up because of what you did in your past or maybe you did something in your past that you found embarrassing because you just didn't have the knowledge at the time that you do now. So if you are so good at forgiving others, which I found with myself, I am too good at forgiving others, but I'm terrible at forgiving myself. But for some people, they're really bad at forgiving others and they're really bad at forgiving themselves. So that's something you can work on. If you learn how to forgive yourself, ultimately, you should be able to forgive others better as well because you can see them in a more, you can hold them in a more compassionate light rather than being so like, you know, well, you messed up, you only have one chance. You know what I mean? So if you can hold yourself in a state of self-compassion, everyone in your life will benefit. You'll be more calm. You'll be happier. You won't be so like, you know, loathing, self-loathing and just in your misery because you recognize that you're a human being and this is how you grow. Trial and error, okay? So <laughs> the next piece of advice, it's kind of funny because when I tried doing this, I was like cringing. I'm like, what are you doing? But it's to write yourself a love letter to thank yourself, okay? To appreciate yourself. Because we are so good at seeing ourselves from this negative bias and just seeing all our negatives. And we fail to see all of our positives. If you just keep focusing on what you need to fix and all your flaws and your character flaws and like the things you did wrong, you'll never be able to love yourself wholeheartedly and be happy because you're just focusing on the negatives. Imagine you're in a relationship with someone who just looks at your negatives and never sees the good things you do for them, right? They just say, oh, well, you do this. And they forget about all the good things you did for them, you know? Imagine being with someone like that. How detrimental would that be to your mental health? So, same thing with yourself. You can't be living with yourself if you're always negative with yourself, right? So, write yourself a love letter. You might cringe at first, but it's very cathartic. Release all those emotions. Thank yourself for being strong, for being resilient, for overcoming everything that you've been through so far, right? This is why I have a journal. This is why I love journaling because in my journal, I get to write these little letters to myself and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, and I look back on it and I'm like, wow, this was like really good for me and it helped me see myself in a more positive light. So the next thing, again kind of goes hand in hand with everything that i'm saying 
but it's to be kind to yourself, right? I said the self-compassion, I said all of that, but, you know, be kind to yourself even when you don't want to be kind to yourself, okay? Even when you're super frustrated and, you know, you're having a bad day, force yourself to say something nice to yourself. And, you know, maybe you have to go in front of a mirror and say this to yourself. I personally have this app. It's called I Am. It's a quote app. It's $20 a year for the subscription, and it is the best $20 I've ever spent. It's a bunch of quotes. It's different quotes, and you get notifications. And, for example, one I got today, it's like, I am in control of how I react to others. Everyone around me wishes me good. I'm open to receive something wonderful today. I will achieve more goals. I bring a grateful spirit to each step and action I take. I am aware problems are illusions of the mind. I remain grounded. So all these quotes that you get, you get notifications and you can go on the app as well and just kind of scroll. There's different categories. There's like hard times, positivity. Um, Let me hold on. Let me open the app right now. I'll tell you guys. So there's like different categories, self-care, personal growth, love and relationships, stress and anxiety, positive thinking, happiness in life, health and well-being, spiritual, gratitude, mourning, there's one for kids, wealth, work and career, business, night, body positivity, new beginnings, hard times, there's even one for pregnancy and parenting. So this app It might just be like a bunch of, you know, cute pictures with words to you at first. But I have been using it for a month and I have seen the effects. Subconsciously, when you tell yourself something and you say something to yourself every day or you read something to yourself every day, it just kind of becomes embedded into your mindset. And you want to expose yourself to this, you know, these positive affirmations because it's so easy to expose yourself to the negative stuff, especially on social media, there's just so much negativity, which is why I left as well, because mentally I felt like everything was triggering me, you know? People are saying, you know, if you do this, you're toxic. You know, if you do this, you're bad. You're a bad person if you do this. And it was just like, okay, I need to leave because every time I saw something on Instagram, I would start crying. You know, obviously, like, that's like the biggest sign that, okay, I need a break. But it's so easy to think that social media is just all this positivity when it's really not. Because someone, your friend or someone that you don't even know, one of your followers or someone that you're following posts something negative. That they're going through like um, a divorce or something. And then they're like kind of bashing their ex or something like that. And that, that negativity, even if you don't feel it, but that subconsciously is affecting you and it can bring you down. Okay? So be kind to yourself and know your limits and treat yourself in healthy ways. And then the next thing again, I talk about stay away from energy leeches and surround yourself with kindness. People that are kind and people that are respectful to you and people that are positive because your environment does determine how much you can grow as a person and I don't like saying that, but it does have a big impact because think of it like this. If let's say you're addicted to um, smoking weed and your dad also smokes weed, but you're trying to quit, but you know, your dad does it. So you're kind of like, 
okay, I'm going to do it too because either your dad's influencing you and saying, yeah, let's just do it, whatever. Or like you see him doing and now you want to do it too. So your environment really determines your mental state. So you need to stay away from energy leeches, okay? I don't like saying toxic people as much. I like saying energy leeches now. But, you know, sometimes it's your family members that are toxic. And sometimes you need to distance yourself from them for your own well-being. And that's okay. Just, you know, sometimes, you know, you think your friends are all great. But then if your friends are constantly bringing you down and they're constantly giving you, like, unsolicited advice that's, like, negative, maybe you need to find new friends. And I know that sounds hard, but I found that I'd rather be alone than be around friends that, you know, are giving me toxic advice, are encouraging toxic behaviors, and are making me like that. So... I knew that I couldn't love myself if I was being friends with these people. So I had to leave. I had to distance myself. So I could love myself. And it's hard. It's hard to recognize these things. It's hard to become self-aware and to see where the issues lie. But I think a lot of introspection, you know, for me, it was like a month of just like identifying what went wrong and what's going wrong and what I need to do to be better. Okay, so I hope that these tips helped you in some way. Obviously, there's a many, many more ways, you know, to love yourself. It's not just taking a bubble bath and, you know, sipping your bubbly in your bathtub. It's much more than that. I think it's a lot of inner work. If you're like me, you know, I'll give you a little story. I'm not trying to make this like a pity party or like a sob story here, but... You know, as as I was growing up and as a teenager, I had really bad acne. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you who know me know this. I had really bad acne. And I actually went on Accutane for eight months. And I finished my course of Accutane in July of 2020, right? So all throughout high school, I had really bad acne, especially in my last two years, my grade 11 and grade 12 year. And I remember guys like making fun of me. And saying stuff like, oh, I used to get, like, acne, like, everywhere. Like, my nose and stuff. Being called Rudolph. And, like, I don't even want to say some of the words. Because they're very, like, I think about it. But I remember the first time someone made fun of me for my acne. It was in the 8th grade when I started getting, like, tiny ones on my forehead. Like, the little pimples. And then this kid in my class, he was like, oh, my God, look at you, pepperoni face. And I remember that's when it all started. That's when the insecurities kind of started. And you have to see, like, maybe your family members are making you insecure, you know. Maybe you have a sibling that constantly calls you ugly. And it might not seem like a big deal or it might be like a joke, you know. But in the long run, and if they're saying it constantly, it affects you. And it messes you up as a person. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I still remember it. That's one thing that I hate about myself. (laughs) I know we're talking about love and I don't like using the word hate. But I hate that I have such good memory and I remember every single thing that a person has done to me and a person has said to me. And it lingers. It lingers for years. Like, I still remember what that kid said to me in 8th grade. Especially if someone said something that hurt me deeply. I will remember that for the rest of my life. So... You might need to do a lot more inner work. So I 
I don't really recommend having like a life coach, stuff like that. I think if you want professional help, go to like a licensed therapist because they know how to deal with people who are like in a vulnerable state and it'll just be better because I feel like, you know, like those guides and life coaches and mentors and stuff, they can be great, but at the same time, I would want to see what their, you know, credentials were because this is you're dealing with a, the human brain you're dealing with your mental health so you deserve the best care and things like insecurities you know maybe you're overcoming jealousy insecurities whatever the issue may be maybe you have trust issues whatever it is to live a healthier life you have to do the work you can't just say as i said in the beginning of the episode you can't just say you love yourself that that's a start you can start telling yourself that you do and like fake it till you make it. But I believe that you can only fake it for so long. And to make it, you need to do the work. So everything that I said today, you know, um, taking yourself out on dates, being alone, learning to be self-sufficient and independent, you know, by advancing in your career, you know, maybe taking a social media break. So you get out of the cycle of comparison, holding yourself in a compassionate light be kind to yourself, cut off any toxic energy leeches, you know. But even after all of that, sometimes you do need the help. So self-help books help a lot. I read a lot of self-help books. I love self-help books. I think they've helped me so much and they've made me stronger and more resilient as a person. But sometimes you do need someone to tell you because it's hard to do these things on your own. It's hard to you know, embark on a journey on loving yourself completely on your own. And you do need help. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Okay? Like, there's nothing wrong. And I think it's actually good. Especially, like, when you're young, when you recognize that you need help. It doesn't matter how old you are. I'm just saying when you're young and you recognize it, I feel like that's a really big accomplishment. Because for me, you know, I've, I was talking to my therapist yesterday and I was like... um, I was talking to her about everything and, you know, just I'm not going to go into the details. And she's like, but do you see how far you've come? Like, do you see how resilient you are? And do you see, do you see yourself or do you not give yourself credit for coming this far? And you still think that there's more to do, but obviously there's still more to do. But do you not see and do you not, are you not proud of yourself? And I'm like, you know what? I am proud of myself. So sometimes we need that, you know, professional or that push from outside and i do say you don't need that external validation but sometimes you need that little push from someone else to see that you have come a long way okay just don't become dependent on it because we're trying to break those chains but sometimes you all you need is a little push okay so again i'm going to say it the relationship you have with yourself determines all your other relationships because all your other relationships are a mere reflection of the relationship you have with yourself okay so maybe watch youtube videos you know on how to love yourself there's a bunch of them i think amber Scholl. if you guys know amber Scholl, i love her she literally came out with a video just last night and i was like wow how like how ironic is this? What a coincidence. But she came out with a video on like true beauty and like her without makeup and with makeup and talking about the procedures that she's done, like how 
seeing stuff on social media like it's not real right so you know watch these videos like that seek the professional help surround yourself with positivity download the im app it's 20 dollars a year which is honestly in the grand scheme of things it's not a lot and it's definitely worth worth it okay i like to think of things like if you think that you know 20 dollars i can buy something else think of it as maybe save a dollar a day for 20 days i used to do this as a kid save a dollar a day when i was like five years old you know i would get like an allowance and stuff you save a dollar a day for 20 days and get that app and i'm telling you it's worth it okay so i hope you guys learn something from this episode i hope you guys start and embark on your self-love journey and i hope you guys see how beautiful you really are and how amazing you truly are as a person okay and you know this is a topic that I'm really passionate about. I feel like I say that about every topic that I talk about. But I really think, especially, I don't want to say just women, but I feel like a lot of women are negatively affected by it because of the, you know, the comparisons, the body dysmorphia. Men go through it too. But I feel like with men, it's more silenced. And I don't want to be a platform that only, you know, that can only reach out to women even if you're a man, you need to love yourself first. My mom always told me this. I never listened until I suffered and realized. You need to love yourself first. Okay? You need to love yourself first. Keep telling yourself that. After you're done listening to this, go in front of a mirror and tell yourself, I need to love myself first before I can love anyone else. Your relationships, your future relationships will thank you. You'll be more secure. You won't be as anxious. And it'll just be a win-win situation. Honestly, there's just nothing in this that you can't benefit from. Like, nothing in this journey that you can't benefit from, okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys are staying safe again. Stay safe. Stay away from Miss Rona. I still haven't gotten my taste and smell back. It's honestly... I've gotten used to it, but it's annoying. Like, I just want to be able to taste my food. Ah. But, yeah. So, guys, give me, like, DM me any topics that you want to listen to. You know, I'll do the research. Even if it's something that I don't know much about, you know, I'll do the research and I'll come up with an episode. Because I want to cater to what you guys want to listen to, right? I can't just, like, come out with content but like nobody really cares about it right even though i care about it but you know i feel like sometimes you might want me to discuss a certain issue maybe like a q a type of episode i'm not sure we'll figure it out i do plan on doing a podcast with some of my friends like kind of like a like a guest guest like a group panel kind of thing but yeah so stay tuned and you guys were will hear from me in the next episode which will come out next monday okay take care of yourselves goodbye why did i say goodbye like that i don't know i don't know how to end these podcasts okay bye